1: our brain changes throughout our menstrual cycle and our hormones literally kind of tell our body how it's going to work and twerk. That's what I, I just like to keep it real. Okay. Hey, my name is Jenna
0: Kutcher and I am obsessed with all things business, marketing numbers and helping you to navigate both the messy and the magical seasons of this thing called life. How old were you when you learned that your menstrual cycle had phases and those phases when tracked and studied on a personal level can unlock some pretty mind blowing productivity and wellness changes. Were you today years old? Yeah. I spent most of my menstruating life, not knowing anything in depth about my cycle We've had a period coach educator on the show before, and it's clear. You are a big fan of learning about your body and understanding your cycle in a way to help you do more and do better in business. If you are someone who menstruates, Barry on Barry is about to become your new BFF. She's the creator of the Flow Academy, educating people on holistic menstrual health. She helps her clients understand and harness the power of their cycle to increase energy, enhance their mood, and alleviate PMS naturally. If that sounds like something you could get on board with, then it is time for you to meet Barry. Let's dive on in. Thanks to ShipStation for supporting Gold Digger. No matter where you're selling, Amazon, Etsy, your own website, ShipStation brings all your orders into one simple interface, making them really easy to manage from any device, even your cell phone. Use my offer code GoldDigger to get a 60-day free trial. The secret behind my website design is Tonic. They've created a collection of customizable websites that are super stunning and wicked easy to update. Save 20% on your Tonic site at tonicsiteshop.com with the code golddigger. That's T-O-N-I-C-S-I-T-E-S-H-O-P.com and the code golddigger. All right, Barry, welcome to the Gold Digger podcast. I am
1: so excited to have you on the show today. Oh my gosh, thank you so much for having me. I am excited to be here. Okay,
0: so let's start the show with a little story time. I have to know, what was your story of how you got to where you are today and let people in on what your life does look like today in terms of the work that you do?
1: So most people would start and be like, oh, I knew I was made for this. No, (laughs) I was literally interviewing someone for my podcast in January of 2019. And on the interview, the girl says periods are not supposed to be painful. I was like, I'm sorry, what? Like I have had a period for the past 12 years. It's the worst thing ever. I don't like it. I absolutely hate it. And she's like, well, that's not normal. And I was like, I don't quite understand. And so that was the moment that I decided that I was just going to fix my own period and really heal it. And The story really unfolds from there, from eating my way to a better period to sinking in with my cycle and to where we are now, where all I do is talk about having better periods and healthier hormones naturally, because I felt like I was lied to most of my life. And so (laughs) there we go.
0: So this really only started like
1: a year ago, right? Yeah. So I started working in the holistic health space back in August of 2017. I dropped out of corporate America thinking like, I'm going to go be an influencer and show people how to get healthy. Little did I know Instagram was not like as easy as everybody made it look. Okay, like I was like, Jenna Kutcher does it. I can do it too. Like, you know, yeah, that was a little bit of a, let's just say I was overly ambitious, but like nothing has really changed but I niched down, if you will, to the menstrual Mm -hmm. health space about 18 months ago, and it's been the most life-changing, life-giving experience ever because I've always been interested in women's health and women's rights, and now all of a sudden, here I am kind of pioneering my own movement with everything in terms of how I navigate it.
0: Mm. I feel like you and I were like, there's never been a better time. Like there's never been a better time for certain things. Mm -hmm. And your work is just so, so needed. So it's super exciting. I have to know when people ask you what
1: you do (laughs) for a job, what is like, the response? So it depends on the age. I'm going to be real. So if I'm talking to somebody that's like, you know, millennial, Gen -er, I straight up say like, let me fix your panties. Like, let me help you understand what's going on with your period. And I tell them that. However, if I'm dealing with somebody that's like a little bit more on the mature side, we're talking like 50 and up. I just say I'm a menstrual health educator and practitioner. And they're like, oh, so it's a little bit more buttoned up depending on who I'm talking to. Oh, that's so great. I just had to know because I'm like,
0: (laughs) I get weird responses when I say what I do. And it's much more common and people are more aware of the world I am in. So I love that. Okay, so let's dive on in because the truth is, is that this audience is very, very curious about ways that we can just focus on our health and Part of being someone who menstruates is that usually a week out of every month, we are feeling all the feels and we're kind of going through this experience. And so I want to know, what do you think is the biggest gap between what we learn as preteens about our cycles and what we should know about them as people who menstruate?
1: So when we're younger, we are sold and taught really a preconceived notion or a narrative that periods equal pain. That is like the first thing we're taught. And we're taught that, yeah, your cycle is 28 days, but they only teach us about the days we're bleeding. What we should be knowing and what should be taught is every single phase of the cycle because the menstrual cycle acts as a blueprint for us to truly follow. However, most of us don't know that it's a blueprint and that we can follow it it and our lives can be easy. Yeah.
0: Okay. So let's walk through. So in Claire's episode, she kind of walks through the different weeks and we can dive on into that briefly, but walk me through like what an average 28-day cycle, what that looks like in terms of a blueprint? Because I love blueprints and roadmaps and plans and things. And so I'm like, okay, tell me more. Walk me through this.
1: Okay. So just a general overview. What you'll notice is there's two weeks of high energy, high output, external focus, and two weeks of low energy internal focus and that's where i like to start now if we're starting from day one of your cycle the first day of your cycle truly is your period and that is your menstrual phase so let's just say you're bleeding from one to seven it's five to seven days long usually during that time we're low energy and the only thing we need to do is focus on the body releasing and allowing our body and giving ourselves the space to do so The second phase is what we call the follicular phase. This is when your hormones are slowly starting to rise again. You're kind of reconnecting dots in your brain. You're kind of like the veil has lifted. You want to connect with other people. This is what I like to say is our reconnect or rebuild phase because we've regained our strength. Then there's the third phase, which is ovulation. This is that execution, get everything done and communication Mm -hmm. phase, because there's a surge in our estrogen levels. There's a surge in something called the luteinizing hormone. You will know when you're ovulating, you will definitely know your skin will glow. I love everyone. Yes. (laughs) And (laughs) I love this because it's a renew phase. That's what I like to say, because I'm all about like spa vibes always. So I like to call our renew phase. And then the final phase is that luteal or PMS phase. This is when there's actually a dip in our estrogen and a decrease in serotonin which is why maybe once a month every month you're like should i be doing this am i on the right path like i don't like the way i look those thoughts come up which is totally normal because there's a drop in serotonin but an increase in something called progesterone which is like basically what i like to call your pre-pregnancy hormone so you'll notice that like your breasts might fall out. You might get a little bloated, different things like that. I love to call this the relaxed face because the only thing you need to do is relax. Nothing else. <laughs>
0: Well, I am in my renew phase today, which is perfect because I have four podcast episodes and I have all the energy and excitement in the world for them. So I was laughing because when I messaged you and was like, Barry, I'm so obsessed. I loved your episode on my friend Jordan's show. And then I was like, "Hmm, should I ask her which day her cycle lines up so that she says yes to come on to do an episode with me? I was just laughing because I was thinking about our cycles. I love the way that you walk through that because it really one there was so many light bulbs going off as you were saying things specifically around energy because Mm -hmm. I was even thinking the other day I'm like you know a few weeks ago I was like doing all these strength training workouts and feeling so good and now Mm -hmm. these days I'm craving bike rides and like Just so interesting. So walk me through, because what I think is so fascinating is, and what you are a genius at, is aligning those different seasons, weeks, however we want to look at them, with your schedule as an entrepreneur. So what does that look like and how does that happen?
1: Okay, so our brain changes throughout our menstrual cycle and our hormones literally kind of tell our body how it's going to work and twerk. That's what I, I I just like to keep (laughs) it real. Okay. So during menstruation research shows there's actually 25% more connectivity between the right and left hemispheres of your brain. So this is a perfect time for ideation and brainstorming. So as an entrepreneur, that's what you need to do. Write down all the new things you want to accomplish and just put them on a whiteboard, put them on a sticky note. I don't care. Get them out of your head because your body is physically releasing. So your brain also wants to release. And that's a good time for all of the ideas. Then the following week, post-period, but pre-ovulation, this is what I like to call Call my creation time because we want to do strategic planning and detail oriented work. What most people don't know is during this phase, our limbic brain, which is our emotional brain, it kind of goes down a little bit. It kind of turns off. It's not as high as it was when we were on our period. And it's definitely not going to be as high, if you will, or high functioning, better yet, as it will be when you're ovulating. So during this time, this is when we want to say, okay here's how we're moving the needle forward, why we're moving the needle forward and connected to our purpose and our why a little bit more and get really crystal clear on the vision. Then when you're ovulating, That's execution time. That's communication time. Because of the surge in your hormones, because of the increase in energy, let's make that vision come to life and get Mm. things done. Then finally, in that luteal phase, we're going to go ahead, scale back. We're relaxing, right? But we're also like low-key looking for a little (laughs) bit of problems. Like some of us like to look for problems when we're PMSing. I may (laughs) or may not be one of those people. (laughs) And so during this time, we're going to do evaluation. We're going to say, okay... I made this vision come to life. So far, this is what it looks like. This is how good it is. I like this. I don't like this. How are we going to do this better? And then the next time around, by the time you're done with your luteal phase, you'll be at your next period. And then we're going to go through the same process over and over again. I teach my students to do about a seven-week launch period so that they can go through it twice just to ensure that everything is really aligned. Ooh, as you were speaking, I'm like, okay, I
0: really need to do this more so with work, we definitely on my team talk about cycles and talk, like kind of make jokes about it. But I'm like, Mm -hmm. this really could change the way that you work and just the way that you kind of give yourself grace during Mm -hmm. each week of your cycle. Because I feel like a lot of times, do you know what your Enneagram is, Barry? Yeah, I'm an eight. What are are you? I'm an eight. (laughs) I'm like, like, okay. Yep. I know. And I'm a three. Yes, And so I'm like, I feel like when you're like constantly like pushing, 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 but it's like, I feel like understanding the cycle in this way kind of allows for a little bit more room for like grace in the sense of like, you know, maybe I'm not feeling like I can sit down and do this marathon day and maybe this time would be better served here. And I feel like, like you said, that blueprint almost gives us this like freedom, like this invitation. Mm -hmm like step in and like appreciate what our body is doing but also kind of acknowledge all of those changes one thing I heard you say on an episode that you did is that you take three days off each month. Talk to me (laughs) Yes,
1: I am so unapologetic about boundaries, but it's also followed by integrity and generosity, okay? So like most people are like boundaries, 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 but like there's a reason that I do it. So I take off three days basically as vacation days out of the month because I'm preparing my body to release the way that it needs to. So the day before my period – the first day of my period, and then the second day of my period. I don't answer emails. I barely interact with my community on Instagram. I barely just touch my phone. I focus on me. Why? Because it allows me to actually do the inner work that I need to be doing. It allows me to sit in a little maybe emotional discomfort. I don't really get physical discomfort anymore. But like maybe I might have like a mild cramp come through or something like that. Maybe I have some cravings that are unchecked. I sit with me and I take care of me because I understand that if I don't, everybody else is going to be paying for it. (laughs) And I don't know what that's going to look like. So my team holds down the fort, they get everything done. And at the end of the day, or let's say at the end of the three days, by day four, or day technically three of my cycle, I'll be back better than ever because I've allowed myself that grace and space to do what I like to call bleed and be like that's... (laughs) (laughs)
0: I love that. And I think that honestly, those boundaries are so good. And I'm sure there are people listening. They're like, I wish I could do that. But when you are an entrepreneur, we sometimes forget that like the reason why we did this in the first place was for flexibility, right? Mm -hmm. Flexibility and freedom and peace. And a lot of times entrepreneurship looks like the opposite of those things. But every once in a while, we got to remind ourselves like there's a reason why we pursued this in the
1: first place, right? Yeah. I mean, for me, I even did this when I had a nine to five, like I had a nine to five up until March of this year. And then COVID happened. And my nine to five was like, peace out. And I was like, all right, I'll just go (laughs) be great on my own. (laughs) So even in that time, what I would do is... I would give myself vacation days from working on my own business. But when I had to sit at my desk, the work that I was doing was really minimal. I wasn't doing, I wasn't worried about going to meetings. I wasn't worried about making phone calls. I did emails and more back in like, mm, I would say almost mind numbing work, but it wasn't even that because it was just like, oh, you have to go look at the spreadsheet, pull this out. So it's like, we can control and manage our energy. It's just that a lot of us want to say, oh, no, I can't do that because of this, 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 and this. Guess what's not going anywhere most of the time? Our periods. (laughs) Like (laughs) Most of the time, we all have a period once a month, every month if we are menstruators. However, I understand there are some women with like irregular cycles and different things like that. But for the most part, we know when it's coming. So let's plan around it. Can I ask you a question?
0: What can someone still learn or understand about their cycle if hormonal birth control is a factor? Because I have not been on birth control since my first pregnancy, which was probably four years ago. But I remember it was like, I didn't get my period for years when I was on that birth control. And so how does birth control kind of play a role in the weeks of our cycle, in the way that we menstruate? Like what would someone that's listening to this that's on birth control be able to pay attention
1: to? Ooh, girl, you are opening up. I oh, <laughs> you are opening up a can of worms. So the first thing we need to establish is if you're on hormonal birth control, you are not having a regular period. You're having a withdrawal. So, on hormonal birth control, there's actually a stop of communication from your brain and your ovaries. So, in your cycle, everything starts in your brain. And on birth control, literally, you don't have a regular period because your brain and your ovaries do not communicate. So, it's a little bit more difficult to navigate. Reason being, there is no hormonal connection that we can kind of draw the science with. So I can't say, okay, during this time, you can expect this. During this time, you can expect that. Why? Because hormonal birth control stops your body from communicating with itself. So, I mean, maybe tuning into emotions, paying attention to what feelings are coming up and when they're coming up, looking at our body and noticing, hey, you know, today's a day where I'm looking a little bit more bloated than I normally would. And if it goes longer than, let's say, three or five days, you can kind of say you're in that luteal phase, but because you're on hormonal birth control, there's not much you are able to do since you don't actually have a period or a menstrual cycle mm, okay
0: that's super helpful and I think a lot of times we are searching for answers and solutions and one of the things that drives me bananas about <laughs> the menstrual like business per se is one how we feel ashamed of mm. having a period or a cycle and two like how we almost like are apologetic about it. It's been interesting because we have been potty training Coco. And so there have been a lot of naked days around the house <laughs> and just a lot of talk about body parts with a toddler. And it it's made me think so much about like what I want her to understand about her body and how I want for her to look at that. From a business standpoint, since you are a businesswoman and a CEO, yes, what are some of the problematic things that you see around our periods? Because I think there are so many issues that we need to tackle.
1: Oh my gosh. Let me just go ahead and pull out my scroll. Do you mind? Let me, <laughs> let me just get everything together. So one of the main issues is as menstruators, we carry a stigma from generation to generation to generation. That you should be A, inconvenienced, B, ashamed, and that C, you're gross. These are the three most common things I've dealt with personally, but also that I see with my clients and in my community. So that is one of the biggest issues. But the bigger issue is the fact that nobody wants to talk about it listen, if you're getting pregnant, you had to have a period. So let's have a conversation about it. Let's start teaching the young ones what's really going on. But then again, most people don't know what's going on. So this is a rabbit hole. I don't get really deep really quick, but I think, you know, if you're listening to this episode, the best thing you can do is learn from it and then begin to teach the menstruator in your family what's going on. There's tons of resources that are being created. Don't just stop here. Keep going. Yeah. You don't need to
0: be a coding expert to get a gorgeous strategically designed website that converts for your business. You just need Tonic Sight shop the secret behind my website design. Get 20% off at tonicsiteshop.com with the code gold digger. Before Tonic, I didn't really know what an asset, a great, unique website could be for my business. I didn't know that someone could leave my site feeling like they know me or that it could just take them from a casual observer to a raving fan within just a few minutes. If you're tired of being embarrassed by your website or you know it should be better, but you don't actually have the money to make it better, you've got to go check out Jen and Jeff from Tonic. They've created a collection of customizable websites that are super stunning and wicked easy to update. If you know your website isn't as good as it should be and you're riding the struggle bus trying to figure out how everyone else seems to have gorgeous websites, I have some advice. Buy a tonic site. Save 20% off using the code golddigger at tonicsiteshop.com. That's T-O-N-I-C-S-I-T-E-S-H-O-P.com. This year felt like it flew and like it would never end all at the same time. Somehow the holiday season is almost here. Given the state of the world right now and everyone doing their part to stay home and protect each other, we know there will be more buying stuff online now than ever before. If you're an e-commerce seller, are you ready to meet the demands of a record-breaking online shopping season? Be ready with ShipStation. ShipStation helps online sellers get orders out quickly, save money on shipping costs, and keep customers happy. No matter where you're selling Amazon, Etsy, your own website, ShipStation brings all of your orders into one simple interface. ShipStation works with all the major carriers, including USPS, FedEx, UPS, even international. You can compare and choose the best shipping solution every time. They even offer big discounts on shipping costs. And right now, Gold Digger listeners can try ShipStation for free for 60 days when you use the offer code Gold Digger. Make sure your business is ready to meet the demands of an online shopping season. Get started at ShipStation.com today. Click on the microphone at the top of the homepage and type in in Gold Digger. That's ShipStation.com. Then enter the offer code Gold Digger. ShipStation.com. Make ship happen. I finally saw an ad the other day on TV for, I believe it was a pad, and they actually used the color red on it. And I was shocked because I was like, wow, we are actually making progress. It's not a blue liquid being poured over a diaper. Like, this is what's actually happening. And I do think that with more women stepping into leadership positions, specifically on marketing teams, Mm -hmm. I'm excited that I feel like we're finally moving in the direction of you know, having those conversations and like having that
1: dialogue, which is super exciting to me. For sure. I think that one of the coolest things about for like us in our generation, because millennials and Gen Zers are kind of taking the workforce by storm little by little is it's no longer the boys club. Yeah. Yeah. It's certainly the narrative and really the workforce is shifting to support menstruators and women a lot more, thankfully, because of the women's movement. So with that shift... I'm sure we're going to hear a lot more. We are definitely going to see a lot more. But even with that, there's there's so much to it. But I think that the best thing our generation has done is like kind of break down those barriers. And then there's people like you and I are like, let's talk about it. Let's make people a little <laughs> uncomfortable, even if we don't like it. We're we're gonna do it. It's fine.
0: Yes. Okay. So you. You are such an expert, and something that I just deeply admire about you is you are so science based, and I think it is so needed. And so, can we talk about nutritional support around the phases of your cycle? Because this is something that I don't think a lot of women are aware of. And I know I'm like at the beginning of my journey with this, but give me some tips or things that we can do from a nutrition standpoint to support our cycle. First, can I just say thanks for calling me an
1: expert? That's like something oh, I would never
0: say about myself. Oh, <laughs> no, you are so good at this. And Thank when you it. were like listing off, like, oh, I have cacao and I do this. And I was like, writing things down. <laughs> I was like, tell me more. Uh-huh. And so Let's talk about it. Because one, put your expert crown on, Barry. You are an expert. And let's talk about this because I think this is so interesting.
1: So throughout your menstrual cycle, your metabolism actually changes. And a lot of people think that, oh, it's only our cravings, right? Like our cravings are going to come, but it's cravings are their own language. And so your body is saying, hey, I'm cueing you for chocolate because I need magnesium. I need vitamin D. So instead of reaching for a chocolate, which I know we all love, I want you to reach for a cacao. Why? Because it's going to give your body the fix that it needs in terms, or better yet, your brain the fix that it needs in terms of chocolate. However, it's also going to give that body antioxidants, the magnesium, and tons of other nutrients. Specifically, just because you mentioned cacao, I felt like we should touch on that. (laughs) Like Cravings are a language. But if I were to say an overarching thing, you need to remember it's protein, healthy fat and fiber at every single meal. I can literally break down what you should be eating each and every phase of your cycle. However, most menstruators are not consuming enough food and they're definitely not getting enough of those lean proteins, those healthy fats and those fibers. And that, I mean, when I say fiber, let's talk fruits and veggies. We want dark leafy greens as much as possible. We want food from the earth, like plants over process by all means and go with that. When I say healthy fats, I'm talking omega threes because in the standard American diet, we have a lot of omega sixes that we consume, but we actually need more omega threes to support our brain, which is where our menstrual cycle starts in the first place. And then with lean proteins that can be anything for anybody. But for me personally, I mean, it could be a chicken or anything like that. That is really where we need to focus our time, energy, and attention. From there, we can go ahead and master, okay, during our menstrual phase, when we're actually on our period, we're going to focus on getting actual complex carbohydrates, a lot of fiber, and a lot of iron and micronutrients since our body is releasing blood. So it gets a bit more complicated. I know I just word vomited. So go ahead and ask a question.
0: No, I love this. (laughs) Like this is so interesting to me and I think it's really cool. My sister is getting her doctorate and she's going the more holistic route and integrative health. And so she's like so great at all of this stuff. And sometimes I'm like, wait, come again. Wait, what? But I think that understanding that nutrition can kind of support our cycle and also kind of make up for some of those things that our body is lacking is actually really exciting. And I think a lot of times we just misinterpret the cues that our body is giving us, right? Kind of like what you said, like when you're craving chocolate, you're like, oh, it's just PMS. I just want chocolate. You know what you need to create, Barry? I'm like putting you on the spot. You need to create a cheat sheet. And it says, if you're craving this, go for this and make like a little cheat sheet so that people are like, okay, my body says I want this, but <laughs> in reality, I probably need this.
1: When you guys see this freebie, you'll know it's because of Jenna. Okay. Like yes. when you, guys, when you <laughs> see it, I've done it once before, but it was for like a brief moment. And so no. many people were like, I love this. And I was like, oh, okay, well I'll do more. Never did it, but we'll, we'll bring it back.
0: Bring it back. Bring it back for the gold <laughs> digger crew, because I'm like, I want that. And I want to put it on my like fridge so that when I'm reaching for something that I don't need, I'll be like, Oh wait, this is what I actually need. One thing that is so important. And I actually sent uh, an episode that you did before to one of my friends who has really painful periods is you kind of talked about this at the beginning of the show that periods do not have to equal pain mm-hmm. and that you we're kind of able to, I don't want to say cure your cycle, but work with your cycle so that it wasn't as painful. Talk to me about that and and what that process looked like.
1: Okay. This is going to piggyback off of our last statement. Perfect. I literally ate my way to a better period. So I use food as the tool that it is to alleviate pain because what the body is cueing us a lot of times is it's saying, hey, there's some type of imbalance. What's going on? We're not really sure how to tell you. So we're going to inflict a little pain here and there to let you know something's wrong. And so I was reaching for things that were high in like salts, oils, and sugar, especially the week before my period. What my body was really wanting was more calories because it was preparing to release. So when I say I ate my way to a better period, that's what I did. Start with organic raspberry leaf tea. And then from there, everything else will fall into soup.
0: Yeah, you said you drink that every single day, and it made me laugh because I was drinking it to try and induce labor when cocoa (laughs) was like nine, 10 days late. I was drinking that stuff like it was water. Yeah. So walk me through because isn't that doesn't it have something to do with like contracting, like helping your uterus contract?
1: Yes. So there is the reason we have cramps is because of something called prostaglandins in the body. That causes our cramping. However, when you drink organic raspberry leaf. Tea, it helps to strengthen and tone the muscles of the uterus to make it a little bit easier for you to actually release and shed that endometrium lining or, you know, have a baby when you're in labor. I'm not at that point in life yet, but that's what it's doing. There's an alkaloid, not to get too sciencey, there's an alkaloid in it that kind of triggers the body to perform a specific way. So that's why I drink organic raspberry leaf tea literally every day. I'm like, girl, we're we're not dealing with cramps. They got to go. So yeah. I think that
0: that's such a tangible thing that people can start incorporating. And Let's talk about our livers for a second, because I recently went to a naturopath. We're thinking about moving forward with continuing growing our family again. And I wanted to kind of just get an overall assessment of my health and start incorporating just some better decisions and preparing my body for a hopeful future pregnancy. And the naturopath was very focused on liver health. And that surprised me a little bit because I didn't understand how our hormones are so directly correlated with our liver. Can you explain that a little bit?
1: I'm gonna touch on it a little bit because it's kind of a very complex thing. But what we need to know and understand is that our liver is kind of the data processor of the body and it gets everything out of the body. So let's talk estrogen specifically our liver processes estrogen in our body. And let's say for whatever reason, you have higher levels of estrogen, it causes your liver to overwork. It causes your liver to try to kind of figure out how to detoxify the body as fast and as much as possible. But if you're somebody that consumes a lot of caffeine, you consume a lot of sugar, you consume a lot of alcohol, you're again, putting your liver in this place where it's got to overwork and do things that it doesn't want to necessarily do and it starts taking energy from other places in the body because it has to work so hard and I know that's a very vague thing but it's very difficult like it's individualized and so specific to a person in their lifestyle that what you want to know is hey your liver is helping the body detoxify everything and kind of directing elimination out
0: Yes. And that's a perfect explanation because basically, we were just talking about a ton of just like detoxifying things that I can do naturally just to kind of prepare my body and regulate things and just make sure that like my liver's doing great as we start to kind of focus on balancing hormones and getting everything ready. And one thing I heard you talk about previously was like getting your hormones tested and and doing like the blood work, the saliva work where I'm actually doing a fertility panel right now. So it's looking at all of my hormones and things like that. And you do most of the time you do have to go to a doctor to get that work done. But I think it's just so interesting. My doctor was just saying like, I wish more women were just proactive about understanding their body and ways that they can help your body along. So can you just talk a t- tiny bit about just what you can get done in terms of tests to kind of understand your cycles,
1: your body, your fertility at a deeper level? For sure. So I always say test, don't guess. Please yes. don't go on a web MD trying to self-diagnose. Like, it kills me. It pains me whenever I hear people do that. But my favorite test I like to recommend is something called a Dutch test. And it's a complete hormone panel. And it tests so many different things about your body just to let you know what's actually going on and where you're at. And nine times out of ten, if you sit at a computer, if you stay up late, if you run your own business, if you're somebody who's high stress or high anxiety. Cortisol. Cortisol, right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> all. If that is you, then there may be a chance, a very good chance, there's some type of hormonal imbalance. When you get a test done, it allows you to go in, identify what the root cause of an issue is, and begin to proactively take actions in correcting it before you start family planning again. A lot of people are like, oh, you know, I don't sleep well at night. I'm high stress. I'm high anxiety. I know all of these things are a problem. Okay, so what are you doing to fix it? And they're like, well, I don't know where to start. A test gives you a point to start and says, let's get a good night's rest. Let's get off your phone like three hours before you actually go to sleep. Different things like that. So I like the Dutch test. I also like a thyroid panel, a complete thyroid Mm -hmm. panel, because a lot of women struggle with different type of thyroidism. So it can be hypo or hyper. It really just depends. But this is going to answer a lot of questions as to, maybe why we can't lose that last 10 pounds that we've been wanting to lose, maybe why no matter what, and no matter how much we're eating, you know, we're still not putting on weight, different things, because sometimes we have an over and under active thyroid, those are going to impact the body differently. So the faster you are to take a test and identify what's going on, the quicker it is to create a solution and really heal altogether.
0: Mm. That's so good. And as you're saying this, I'm like, gosh, I just wish that more women would advocate to get these things done and to kind of like show up as their own person that's like Mm -hmm. ready to heal and optimize their health. I think this year I've just really looked at like, you know, our health is like so important. And as I was preparing for my appointment with our naturopath, I had to pull up all of my tests that I did back in 2017 after our second miscarriage. Mm -hmm. And it was so wild looking at all of those results because just like you were just talking about, you know, I had adrenal fatigue and I had really high cortisol and I was like high stress, high pressure working all the time. And just so many lifestyle changes have happened where for once in my life, I like looked back and I was like, dang, I, I did a lot of that hard work. And like, I made a lot of those changes and my life is so much better because of it. And so Those results can really encourage you to make some of those shifts that you've been putting off for the greater goal, whatever that goal is, whether it's optimizing your health or growing your family or whatever that looks like, which is so exciting to me.
1: Yes. And like for me, one of the reason I do what I do is because I want everybody to be their own healer. I believe in self-healing through and through. I believe that we are our own best advocates. So the more articulate you can be, the more literate you are in your own body, or the more proactive you are in asking about what's happening with your body, the better off you'll actually be in attaining whatever goal it is you have.
0: What is one thing you wish more people knew about menstruation? Oh, like in its entirety or like if
1: I had a billboard, <laughs> what would I say?
0: <laughs> oh, give me both of
1: those. <laughs> okay. So about menstruation and its entirety, I wish more people knew that it truly is a blueprint. I wish that more people understood it beyond just the stigma of periods are gross. And then if I had a billboard, it would literally say periods are normal. Pain is not. Bye.
0: Wow. <laughs> yes. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Can we all crowdfund that billboard? I <laughs> really want that. What is something like, what's an easy change that a listener can make today to just understand their blueprint better?
1: Mm. Well, It's going to depend on if they're in birth control or not, but I'm not even going to go down that tangent. I'm not going to go down that. I feel a thesis coming out of me. I would say the first thing is understanding the foundations of your cycle. If you listen to this episode, I want you to re-listen to it and listen to every different phase of the cycle. That is the place to start. From there, the rest is unwritten. Oh, Natasha Bedingfield's coming through.
0: <laughs> <That's> <laughs> still unwritten. Yes. <laughs> okay, Barry, where can everybody find more info and resources to understand their cycle?
1: Ooh, coming out with me, flowacademy.com. I know that sounds so ridiculous, but y'all, that is literally what it's here to do. It is here to support and educate you about your cycle, even hanging out on their Instagram for the Flow Academy. I would love to have you guys a part of it. Like. It's so informative. So that is definitely where to be.
0: You put out such great content. I have to say that is so educational and just so like where you're like, Oh my gosh, I walk away learning. So where can people just become your friend online on the internet and hopefully in real life at some point, where can everybody find you and follow you?
1: You can come hang out with me at Berry on over on the gram. I am sugar, spice, all things organic and nice. Some days I'm really bubbly. Other days I'm like, sis, don't do it. Don't do it. like Don't try to. Let's just hope you catch me on a day where I'm very bubbly. And again, at the Flow Academy on Instagram, that is where it is. Everything on the Flow Academy Instagram is about the community and education. Whereas on my personal Instagram, it's kind of about my life and how I live in sync with my cycle.
0: Oh, I love that. Well, if you have those grumpy days, you can just explain it away
1: by what phase of your cycle you're in, right? It's just a low energy day. I really try to explain it. But like, honestly, some days I'm just like, listen, if you're trolling on my Instagram, unfollow. Bye. I don't have time for your energy. Mm -mm, Nope. So like, we'll just say I say that in sync with my cycle, but like some days I'm still human.
0: Thank you so much for coming on the show today. I am so excited for our listeners to get to tune in, and I am just so appreciative of the
1: work that you do. For sure. Thank you for having me. Oh,
0: that conversation was so good and so powerful. You know, as a mom, especially exploring these potty training days, which, by the way, are going fantastic, it really has me thinking a lot about women and menstruation and all of the different things that we are taught throughout our lives that lead to believing that periods need to be a shameful, painful activity that we have to undergo every single month. And I love that we are opening these conversations, not just from a standpoint of women's health or for people who menstruate, but also in the context of how this impacts the way that we work, the way that we show up, the way that we are in relationship, not just with other people, but also with our own bodies. And so I sincerely hope that this conversation just leaves you feeling a little bit more in love with what your body is doing for you and how it is consistently finding its own rhythm. And I hope that you take a few moments each day to tune into what your body is telling you so that you begin to trust and love your body even more. Thank you so much, Barry, for coming on this episode. Make sure you guys go find her on Instagram. Leave her some love. This episode was so powerful, and I am sure, sure, sure that you are walking away learning something that you can apply to your own lives. Until next time, gold diggers, keep on digging your biggest goals.